Welcome to the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson, from the Bay to L.A. and beyond. Um, so, if this is your first time on the podcast or your last time, uh, I'm, I'm happy that you're here, and I usually say that at the end of the podcast. Um, however, today, I want to do something different. I want to address a broader audience that I'm targeting right now, which is not in the United States, but in uh, a few other countries. So I want to give the perspective of um, first starting off briefly of who I am as a individual human being, a spiritual being, um, why I chose to do this podcast and 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 just kind of share a little bit about my um, trials what they call trials and tribulations in biblical times uh, because that's exactly what it's been and it's the amazing part about me even making a statement like that is I never thought I could ever make a statement like that I would hear speakers and motivators and Performers, you know, at the end of their speech or the beginning of their speech, say something like, "Oh, I'm so, you know, I went through the trials and tribulations." They break down and crying, and I'm like, "Oh, so emotional. You're such an actor." Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. But I, here, I'm a child. I'm looking through the eyes of a a teenager, growing, you know, absorbing um, two worlds. So. And I'm just going into this right now. So as as a child um, growing up in the 70s, um, single parent home, father not in the household, father disrupts the household and leaves. Um, my brothers and I and sisters, seven of us, we all have different fathers relatively. And I have a host of nieces and nephews um, who may be listening to this podcast today. And if you are welcome, um, this is just um, some I'm getting I'm getting to a point because I'm basically the point of the podcast today is to give a really broader perspective of who I am and what I've come to be and who I've evolved into because I've been conscious of my journey from day one. And when I say day one, I say I'm saying from the moment I was conceived in the womb, um, remembering songs and and the vibrations around me, and then uh, coming out of the womb and just you know kind of silent and observing because it was so it, it was familiar, but it wasn't, and it it, it is as if it was as if I was, um, you know, not even conscious of my actions or I couldn't talk, I couldn't speak. So um, I digested a lot of that. And I, I, I've spoken about that in uh, a book that I'm writing uh, currently. So I was really conscious and really um, observant and really tapped into uh, something else and I'm going to call it something else because I don't know what to call it 
um, a sixth sense at a very early age. And in my conversations in, with my therapists and my psychologists uh, or psychologists over the years and over the decades, um, you know, they concluded, yeah, you, you know, you, yeah, you're, you're, you're on point. You're not the, you know, it's not the average and it's, you know, but you're in tune. So having that early confirmation early in life allowed me to navigate myself to through adulthood. And, um, man, if I hadn't had those early conversations, um, with adults I trusted and that that's a big thing too that's it's like as a child who do you trust you're trusting okay here's here's the thing as a child you're you're entrusting the one you know the most that's your closest to the most which is the mom if there's no dad around okay okay so it's the mom and next in line is, you know, what the teachers, because you're in front of those teachers longer times of a period than you are your parents from the time you wake up to the time you come home. Um, yeah. So because then there's sleep time and nap time. So the parent don't always get to see you, you know, because they are asleep. And then there's the environment that influences uh, the child's observation. In my, in my growing up, it w- there were so many dynamics to the environment. Um, it was, I would say, for the average child, it would have been most confusing, and and possibly, you know. Yeah, suicidal uh, tendencies to, you know, off yourself. And I'm, I'm serious. I'm so serious about this. And this is pretty much why I'm, I'm speaking uh, today about this. And I'm not even sure why it popped in my head. Um, the environment to which your child is being um, exposed to in those early stages of life from from 1 to 12 to 13 I would say are so vital and, and so it's just so needed for for attention and and grooming you know and how you define that grooming as a parent is going to define the next 12 years of that child. And if the environment is disrupted and it's not attended to, or there's no therapy involved, we're, we're talking about a problem. And, and, and so what we have now is a, is decades of compiled problems (laughs) In a culture, in a environment, in a in a world, we can't be everywhere at one place. I mean, at the same time, um, so we we concentrate and we mobilize on our positions in which 
we we are um, we are raised in um, in whatever environment that is, and then whatever we're exposed to is what we're exposed to. Now, some in conversations I've had with people or or adults, um, you know, I always talk about how much of a you know my childhood wasn't all you know tra- trauma and trauma. It's like the trauma just started like later and it just like it was just so much it it clouded all the good stuff but I was just shocked to hear that some adults who grew up in the Bay Area had never gone camping had never crossed a bridge to go to San Francisco had never done all these things I'm like so what are you doing I, I mean why not oh my my mom never took us there you know we never crossed the bridge we never went to uh thought about going to yosemite you know i thought yosemite was just something you see on a map or tv i'm like gotta be shitting me these are these are grown adults these are like in their 30s and you know 40s 60s maybe even 60s 70s um never exposing themselves to to something and and just becoming broken down by their environment not inspired by their environment so in that environment in, in saying that my environment was was a mixture of of a whole lot of stuff because I was so observant you know it pays to be the quiet kid it pays it absolutely pays to be the quiet kid because if everybody's running that mouth, you can never get a word in edgewise anyways. Plus, if you're always talking, that means you're not listening. And <laughs> that's why when I hear people talking, I'm just looking at them. Because I know scientifically what the brain can can withstand for so long. So it's like, okay, um, you said all that to say What? You could have started with that, partner. I don't need a 30-minute sermon. It's Sunday, people. It's Sunday. I'm I'm getting into it. (laughs) I'm getting into it. But if, if if I was not exposed to the different elements of, you know, going fishing and camping and going to the park and leaving that, that environment... You know, getting on the bus, traveling, you know, to East Oakland, you know, from West Oakland um, and learning how to travel and navigate on my own. I mean, I've been I've been walking and, and navigating myself through life, whatever age a kindergartner is. That's how long I've been navigating and and walking and observing on my own when my mom did not show up. <laughs> When my mom did not show up to pick me up for the first day of kindergarten, I'll never forget it. And I, I think I've shared this with the story of a few people. I'll never forget it um, because I, <clears throat> I was the only one <laughs> in the in the play yard while, you know, all the other kids who went back in the classrooms and everybody else's, you know, everybody else got picked up. And I'm sitting there like, where the, where the hell is my mother? <laughs> And I got to look up how, how old uh, a kindergartner is. Um, so I, I just remember looking around and we're in this gate uh, um, that's 
not connected to the bigger yard. So, you know, I'm I'm looking over. I'm like, dang, I'm, I got to get out of here. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting around here. I'll walk home. It's me as a kid, right? And home is, I don't know, my imagination, it just seemed like maybe forever, you know, with the excitement of, oh, first day of school, you know, I remember her bundling me up in this jacket looking like an Eskimo. I, I, I feel like an Eskimo, you know, you know, the Vaseline all over your face, your face shining like new money and you got mittens and gloves and I'm just walking. And so they zip you up the same way, you know, you came and then they pin a little uh, note to you, to your jacket. So I had a note pinned, <laughs> pinned to my, to my zipped up jacket and I'm walking and just walking through the neighborhood. I see all kind of people because even though we were in apartments, all the homes, all the, everything around us was homes. You know, they were mostly homes. And that's where all my friends lived. Very few of my friends actually lived in apartments. Um, so I got to walk in through and it turns out it was one big block because that was like the main street. The main street was a big deal because, and they had traffic officers, you know, students who would uh, put a traffic sign out for you to cross. And people this, yeah, if, if, you, if you're a younger generation listening, it's like, how old is this guy? Don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about that. So anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you you would cross so it was the main this main street, and that's market. That's actually market market in North Oakland. Um, and then there's one long block, and then there's another street I can't remember. And then there's one another long block which I think is I want to say it's fifty, not fifty fourth. I think it's fifty third or fifty second because we're on fifty first. And then I get to that block and I, there was a little park. I remember the park and I cross and then I have one more street to cross. I, I believe that was the way, I don't know. Either way, I, I'm talking to myself, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to myself and, 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 and in the self, who am I talking to? I'm talking to God or source or what do I even know what God is? I'm just. You know, I've been going to church, so you got the whole world in his hands. God can see everything. So God is, God is, I'm talking to God, I guess. Either way, God, guardians, they got me home. Uh, I could have easily gotten lost. Um, and here's the thing, when I arrived, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in, I'm going to segue into uh, another section and building, and I, I don't want to do this podcast for too long. Um, well, it's Sunday, whatever. People want to listen to it, they can stop it, pause it, listen to it again, download it, whatever. Um, so I get, I cross the 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 next street. And I'm like, wow, I made it. I made it, and I see the apartments and. Uh, my grandmother lived downstairs in the downstairs apartments. There was like eight or nine apartments here. And I started to walk up the stairs and I could, 
I could hear my mother's voice because she's, you know, she had a loud voice or yeah, she still has a loud voice if she wants to, uh, but her voice would carry. You could hear actually around the block if you, if you want to, uh, um, truth, truth, somebody laughing, a lot of people laughing, um, yeah, so I come walking up the stairs and I can't remember if there was a gate or not. Because I don't know if we've always had a gate. I think we did because the apartment would get hot. Um, so, yeah, the door was open and she was on the phone talking to someone, more likely her friend, her friend Janie. Her Janie was just always on the phone cackling it up. No, here's the thing. I remember. I remember. Oh, I remember. They were talking about a soap opera because it was it was like, girl, he he did this. And and I think I think they killed him or something. And God, and I was thinking to my like, oh, man, what somebody who who I killed? Who's she talking to? And she look over and she see me. She said, girl, this boy didn't walk through the door. <laughs> I was, boy, how you get here? I said, I walked. I said, you need to show up. So I walked. Girl, let me call you back. I, I, I can't believe this. And yeah, I remember explaining to her that, you know, she was, I didn't see anybody and I got tired of waiting. So I just started walking. It's like, mm, mm, mm. My mother must have told that story like 90 times throughout the entire day. I remember watching cartoons and hearing her tell everybody and looking over like, that's not even how it happened. That's, that's not even how it happened. And I would say, you know, no, that's that's not how it happened. I, I walked this way and I walked the other way. You walk that way, and then I walk. She'd just be looking at me like this, this little mother. <laughs> hey, that's why. That's why you know. I, in, in part, I, I've shared with people why I don't have children because you know I'm. I was highly conscious, and I I believe the children that are being born right now are even. I I believe they are super conscious I know they are super conscious totally aware come in aware and and, and and tuned in but this was a forthcoming this was scientists have and, and shamans and, and spiritual leaders have talked about this it would either be incredibly challenging to have a child in this future and if they did make it through they would either be have some really serious ailments or they will be enlightened on a level that parents are not going to understand and just like you've seen in the movies you know X-Men and uh, uh, Metahumans and and all this, this is this is the next evolution of of man. Um, we we're writing our own scripts. 
we're it's a trip we're we're actually writing we've been writing out our own universe because i've witnessed it i've witnessed it for myself things that were not became and literally overnight over a period of time look at where we are right now i'm speaking to a something that is thin as you know a, a medium sized book with the technology to 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 transmit all over the world the planet past the planet past the planet because those signals are being bounced around all around in space whatever space is we have to we have to take a step back and even right now and look at everything and observe everything and practice the things that we we nurture the most and if we nurture bringing life onto this planet we have the responsibility to provide the right environment and the proper settings at all time for that child to be able to navigate through this realm that's all i can't really and i'm not really interested in addressing the issues of full grown adults because we're we've all had this chance at evolving and i've always said and shared that you know the ones that have made it to their 80s and 90s and even the 100 god bless you man you you i can't even imagine what you've what you've witnessed and observed but that's a mighty long time and you've had a great ride If you've been on the planet for 90 years, are you kidding me? And I hope life has been good to you. If cuz hey, what you put in, you get out. If you're if you're living if you're in your 20s, even if you're in your teens. I I hear of I hear of these conversations of kids wanting to give up and oh, things are so tough and you know and all they're doing is taking on the energy of their parents and their grandparents and all this energy of hate and fear and and what they think is it's not true it's not true i'm the witness that it's not true that might be their reality but it doesn't have to be your reality you can change your reality as quick as i can snap my finger and you can be making the kind of wealth that you that you need right now the the only block are your parents and your grandparents and anyone else telling you that you're limited in your creative thought process they might be limited because that was for their era but you aren't if you've come into this world understanding the technologies that are there for your your awakening and your your growth 
you'd be a fool not to take full, full advantage of that and then turn around and make it about the color of your skin or what someone is doing to someone else. If you have an opportunity to change things at the matter of a thought, you don't need another hero. You don't need another leader. You don't need anyone. You have the power to do it right then and there and create the change. And when you create that, others will come around. They'll come around. I've been building upon a a team of people who don't even know that they're part of this team. And I've been making a list, checking it twice, finding out who's naughty and who's nice. You like that one? You like that one, huh? Um, Seriously, how do you get to know people if you don't know people? I'm always taking notes of people, you know? And you can say what you want to say. You can talk, you can babble, you can... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, check this out. Look at this. Let me show you this. Oh, I'm not lying. Hey, I already know if you're lying or not from the moment you open your mouth. I know if you're lying just by looking at you. Just by looking at you. And I'm I'm not the only one that has that ability. We all have that ability. When we start to go in tune with ourselves, we'll be able to receive that vibration just when you, I mean, I have, and, and here's the thing, how, how do you know it works? How will you know it works? You'll know it. I've been around enough people that those that get it, they get it right off the bat. You can see it in their eyes, you can see it in the sparkle, and they're like, they're genuinely excited. And then, which I'm already excitement. You know, I'm just excitement. I'm a ball of freaking excitement. And I carry that energy around. And it's not, it's nothing fake. It's nothing phony at all. Some people judge me just on the fact that, you know, oh, it's it's going crazy in the world. Uh, elections and, 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 and you don't care. It's like, you don't know what I am. You don't know what, you don't know my emotions. Because I guarantee you, five-minute conversation, a one-minute conversation. I'm not anything remotely of what you could be conceivably thinking about. Not even close to it. And those who get it, we're friends right off the bat. Until we're not. (laughs) And what I mean by that is, you know, I keep an open-door policy of of just keeping good open communications. The door is always open for anybody because that's how you get through to anything. Talk about it. But I'm I'm at that. Folks know me, so I'm not one for a whole lot of talking. I say what I need to say and it's done. And I don't hold grudges. I don't hold bad energy. I do hold warning signs to which, to whence, that person comes into my vibration again, how to address it. And I, I tend to address it right off the back. Well, you know, last time we were, you know, intertwined, which probably was like, you know, five years ago in presence, you know, conversations and text messages on the phone don't count. You have to read people's energy. You have to see them. You have to 
hug them. You have to hold it. Otherwise, it's just you just don't know. And video is replacing that. I mean, I think video is awesome. Being able to see people's emotions when you're talking to them is awesome. But you can't always do that. I mean, people need to drive. You know, they need to drive. They need whatever. So that communication, um, it's great for when you're at home or you're at work or you're you're out and about. But in the car, you shouldn't be using video phones. That's just dangerous. Um, but it's, it's, it's the, it's the face-to-face energy of, of when you really get to know someone. Now, if you can articulate yourself to an under, that, that someone gets it and understands who you are in writing form, you're golden. I've done it. I've gotten awesome gigs by my writing skills which led to a an hour long conversation which led to a a meeting which led to me getting paid just on being able to articulate myself um i ran across a and i'm going to end this podcast i ran across a um a video real quick uh today and i didn't want to absorb any of it because it's it's the expression on the young lady's face and she was african-american it just it just spewed anger and fear and and whatever else and and then it said something about sellout and some folks ain't kin folks or all kin folks ain't um real folks and um i didn't want to absorb anything she really had to say i'm sure it was positive and and uprooted in, in, you know, justice, but I didn't want to absorb it. And when I saw the thing sell out, that's what, you know, I, I want to say, let me capture some of my emotions right now, because in my walk, in my journey, um, you know, I had choices just like everyone else has choices in their life and decisions to make on what direction you want to go in life. So early on, as I've been speaking, you know, I was I was conscious and aware early on and teachers knew this about me. Um, uh, um, The librarians knew this about me. Uh, The gym teacher knew this about me and they would talk to me in a way that I they knew I understood perfectly. Um. So yeah, yeah. When I when I when I hear, and I only hear it from you know from the African American side, of course, sellout. I don't know what that means. I looked it up, and it um, said someone who betrays. You know, the race of people or something, some, some shit like that. I don't know. And I know how people have used it, you know, in movies, you know, depicting who's a sellout. But I I don't really believe that there's one definition that can actually, I, I, I know what people are saying, but you can't judge people on their actions and who they are and 
and how they talk and how they speak and call them a sellout. I've been referred to as a sellout on several occasions because of my look, because of how I can articulate myself, I can speak up for myself um, and be clear. That's all it is. That's that's called education. That's called learning. I'm not going to apologize for being intelligent. Are you kidding me? And and just, you know, it, it's interesting to observe that energy in someone that's looking at you like, you know what? You just a jive turkey, man. You's a jive turkey. You sell out your people in a heartbeat. And I'm like, if only you knew me, dear child. Because in that kind of thinking, you're 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 just so immature, you have no idea. And that calls for therapy. The intelligent thing for someone to do to to judge someone else based on how they can articulate themselves or not um, requires therapy because you're judging someone about something you have no idea about. Now, I I was called a sellout by, let me share with you. I was called a sellout by uh, someone who was an employee of which I was this person's supervisor. And he was an older cat too. Much older. When I say older, he must be in this must be in the seventies, if I was a guess. But you know, the old saying black don't crack, so you can't really tell. But the way he moved said he was a OG, you know. I mean said he was about seventy and he was a you know, in his prime he might have been, you know, that dude, but you know, time is weighing on him. So anyway, um right off the back. Right off the gate, this guy starts in with the, with the, and I, I knew it. I knew it from the moment he came on board. And I, I mentioned, I mentioned to someone. Actually, no, I wrote a note to myself. I said, I said, there's something about this guy. You know what? Whether the cons, whether the pros and cons, and I wrote pros and cons. And my gut feeling about this guy was all off the Richter scale. And I'm not, like, I'm a pretty good judge of character. I mean, I've navigated myself through pretty good through this planet on people. So if I don't get a good feeling about someone, especially if it's in the work environment, I got to express it to the superiors. So, of course, I did. I go, I don't know about this guy. And I know you guys think that all black people are the same, but we're not. <laughs> I'm, and I'm saying that I'm not saying that just to, to be facetious or or anything. I'm just saying that we're not all in this together. You know, I, I've been judged before. I've been judged in my childhood. You know, they, they say you know, get an education, you educate yourself, and then you get the speaking and you're talking and then they want to call you seller. It's like, so am I okay if I'm talking like slang and, you know, yo, what's up, yo, and yo, man, you know what I'm saying, man, you know, 
you know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. And half of your audience won't know what you're saying. You can't talk like that and think that people will take you seriously. So if, if, if speaking of intelligence refers to me as a sellout, I'm a sellout all damn day long. All right. I'll take that one. So here's the other thing they'll say, oh, well, you haven't given back to your people. You know, you got to give back to your people, stand up for your people. You don't know what the hell I've done for my people. You have no clue. One, I know I'm black. I know it every time. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm not black. I'm African American. I am a, I am a conscious, sentient being in a cosmic suit on planet Earth. That's what I am. I'm not a color. I'm not darkness. I'm not dimness. I'm not anything that someone would systematically train you to call yourself. That's who I am. And saying that, you know, you are who you present yourself to be. Now, if you think talking in broken English is your way to get to the top, whatever that means to you, so be it, man. Go at it. Have at it. Enjoy your ride. You know, and I hope you inspire some people in a very good way. As long as it's positive and chill, nobody's getting hurt and nobody's getting hurt feelings over the stuff that you say and, and present yourself as I, go at it man but if it's anything other than that you know jump on the A train and 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 hop hop your ass down F off I want to say you know what I want to say <laughs> you, you, you feel what I want to say take the A train to fudge off Ville alright Use your imagination for what I really want to say. Because that is exactly what we are observing in just 20 years. Just 20 years of damage in the music that has been allowed to be unleashed. How do you go from... John Coltrane, Dizzy Gillespie, and Quincy Jones to little whoever and 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 Bird blah 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 and whatever these names. I don't even know the names these guys are using for for the name. But how do you go from that to this? And and just saying from and let's go let's go even further. Let's what about the the African American classical musical. Uh, music composers those guys started it first they get no recognition none whatsoever they get recognition on some stations that I listen to that give them the recognition but the average listening ear the, the average African American listening ear is tuned into vibrations that is so low they don't even realize it if all you had to do was just turn the dial, push a button. Now you don't have to turn dials. You just push a button and change your vibration overnight. I guarantee 
that you will change your language. Just like that. You'll go from this slow talking, slang, whatever. And, and here's the thing about the slang. Look. Do I talk in my, this is my regular voice. This is who I am, right? But we become influenced by our envi- our environments and the people we're around. So what is my influence? What is What has been my influence for the past six months? Books, technology, and more books. Um, meditation, uh, vibration, positive thoughts. That's what I've been receiving. So that means I'm pushing it back out. Classical music, jazz music, just good vibrations. I just keep all that around me. Essential oils diffusing versus the smells in the air. I know what essential oils, I know all the components and what it does for the brain, what it does for the human body. I'm constantly cleansing everything around me. When I say cleansing, I'm literally spiritually cleansing and and physically cleansing i got a steamer over there i'm always steaming stuff you know it's you have to take care of your environment within you and around you if you continue to let the external low vibrations and this is for everyone this is from from one even from when you're born the the child that is in the womb has to be receiving the good vibrations all the time. All the time. If your vibrations are off, your child vibrations is off. If you're listening to some crazy stuff the whole nine months, guess what's going to come out? Guess. Yeah, I'm sure there's some parents now that's, you know, you know, if I just, uh, you know, turned on the classical music while you were in the womb, maybe uh, Jonah wouldn't have, uh, yeah, this is real stuff, people. So, I'm going to end that, but before I end that, um, I'm still burning my way through, uh, through, I pulled a Peter Brady, um, I have to remember to have my tea or water when I do the podcast. So, I'm still making my way through um, Anita Morjani's uh, Dying to Be Me. Uh, my journey from cancer to near death to true healing is seen on public TV. Um, I came across her video through another um, inspirer of uh, content that I've been absorbing over the past six months. And uh, I was just curious, you know, just in seeing what she had to say about near-death experiences because I've, I've, I've experienced quite a few of them in my lifetime. And um, it, is a, it is a beyond awesome book it's it's, I think it was like 12 bucks um it's the best I think it's the best book uh it's I think it's one probably 
one of the most highly recommended books. I would say that's just in time for the times that we are living in right now. Um, humans don't really know what death is. Um, it's taken me some time to understand the dynamics and I'm still, you know, peeling layers to what death is all about. The one thing I know that has shifted in me from reading just, you know, I always go to the back and read the last chapter and then make my way through the middle and have a highlighter and you know, it, it's 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 giving me a calm and a sense of of being and what this universe really is. And I've taken my time in reading this. I'll, I'll, I'll read like a few pages, highlight, put it down, walk away, come back, highlight, walk away, absorb, come back. And I've done this over a period of. Um, a good month. I think I got, I got the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I got it. Eight twenty three twenty twenty. So yeah, it's over a month ago. At two p.m. But so I'm gonna read this from chapter, and I'm not receiving any endorsements from. Heyday Publishing. I haven't gotten any permission, but you can read a excerpt from from a book. Um, it's uh, legal. Yes, I'm always conscious of people and and their work. I mean, it's a lot of work, and I want people to benefit from. If I'm being inspired, I mean that's that's just fair, right? I don't understand the under people want everything for free and don't want to pay people for their work it's 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 a lot of work to put to, uh, words together in a book for someone like myself to to say hey you know what i want to hear what she has to say i'm gonna buy that book I, there's something I, I, I anyway so i want to i want to end the podcast with um this chapter chapter 12 seeing life with new eyes this is actually a perfect chapter um, and why I keep going back to it. So, quote, a self-actualized and happy individual would never carry out such deeds. People who cherish themselves are a joy to be around and they only share their un their love unconditionally. Um. I'm going to start, I'm going to start back. I wanted to read that part. So you just absorb that part and I'll read it again. And I'm going to read what leads up to that. A self-actualized and happy individual would never carry out such deeds. People who cherish themselves are a joy to be around. and They only share their love unconditionally. In order now, remember this lady. She was, she was on her way out. Actually, they were basically checking her out. Body riddled with cancer, 
nothing could be done. And she was conscious of the conversations that were being said by the doctors, by her husband. And she went to the realm and she was able to come back. And when she came back, she healed literally overnight. A couple of nights, a couple of weeks, but she, her body started to heal in a, in a, in a way it, 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 it threw the medical industry for all they're still I'm sure they're still going through loops but her story is amazing so I'm, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start at the top and then I'm gonna just make my way down and whoever needs to receive this right now God bless you uh, whenever I had conversations about illness politics or death my views were so radically different because of my experience that I simply couldn't involve myself in the topics I began to realize that my ability to judge and discern had become impaired. I was no longer able to draw definite distinctions between that was good or bad, right or wrong, because I wasn't judged for anything during my near-death experience. There was only compassion and the love was unconditional. I still felt that way towards myself and everyone around me. So I found myself with nothing but compassion for all the criminals and terrorists in the world, as well as their victims, understood in a way I never had before for people to commit such acts. They must really be full of confusion, frustration, pain, and self-hatred. And this is where we pick up from where I ended, where I started, where I begun. <laughs> a self-actualized and happy individual would never carry out such deeds. People who cherish themselves are a joy to be around, and they only share their love unconditionally. And I'll pick up from there. In order to be capable of such crimes, someone had to be emotionally diseased. In fact, much like having cancer. However, I saw that those who have this particular type of mental cancer are treated with contempt in our society with little chance of receiving any practical help for the condition, which only reinforces their condition. By treating them in this way, we only allow the cancer in our society to grow. I could see that we haven't created a society that promotes both mental and physical healing. So, let's see, and then she goes, there's, oh, this is all meant that I was no longer able to view the world in terms of us and them, that, that is victims and perpetrators. There's no them, it's all us, we are all one, products of our own creation, of, our, of all our thoughts, actions, and beliefs. Even perpetrators are victims of their own self-hatred and pain. Holy moly. And that's just one excerpt from this book, Dying to Be Me. Anita Morjani, get it on Amazon. 
that was on page 109. I'm going to love really completing this book and reaching out uh, to Anita. And I know she's done tons of interviews, but she has another book uh, coming out. I think it's called Quantum Empaths or Empaths um, uh, for next year. Um, I'm blessed to have that, that she's gone through this experience just to be even be able to share with us. It gave light to my awakening and my near death experiences and gave, um, it gave enlightenment to it because I knew exactly everything she was describing, you know, I went through or I'm, I'm going through, I would say. Um, yeah. So I'm going to leave on that note because I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry and I've, I've gone over the time that I wanted originally to speak on, but um, I woke up with a lot on my mind and uh, I did do a podcast earlier this morning. Reflection Sundays or Reflection Renewing Sundays. So I'm I'm constant constantly in the uh, renewing of my being on a daily basis. So as I've I've shared with um, uh, folks um, in person as well as on the podcast and emails and texts. Please don't take it personal at this time in my life that you know we are all evolving and. I've just, you know, I've I've taken on a lot more energy from others than I normally have in my life, and it's it's going to take me some time to um, flush through that. So I'm 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 actually, you know, picking conversations at random on and and a feeling of energy on. Uh, when I interact with folks and, and just be real, I'm real conscious on, on conversations these days. Uh, cause everybody's going through something and it, it seemed to be, uh, just in heightened just a little bit. And, you know, we are not other people's energy. I I've walked around, I've walked around on this planet, absorbing other people's energy for a very, very long time, a very long time. So it's, 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 I'm in, I'm in a point of release right now. And if you think about, you know, how many decades I've been on the planet, you calculate that on how much time I've given to myself to absorb self. I mean, that's deep. <laughs> you know, how much do you, how much do you give to yourself? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a hell of a question. I mean, I love yoga, so I'm always into yoga. I love meditation. I'm always meditating and reflecting. Um, I love to draw now. I mean, I love to, I've always loved to draw, but I've returned to um, drawing now. And it's, it's, this is all reflecting and renewing to myself, myself being. You can't continue to beat yourself up about society's, um, problems and issues we'll work it out but 
to each his own journey and, and, and realm. And if somewhere down the line we interact and we connect and we're on the same vibration, great. If we're not, that's great too. We still have love for each other. We still and we'll meet each other on the journey somewhere down the line and just have a good old time. You know, some things aren't meant to go together like oil and oil and, oil and water. <laughs> it tripped me out when I did that experiment, you know, many moons ago as a child. Oil and water don't go together. Who says? Did it? It's like, oh shit, oil and water don't go together. Well, why is that? Why sign up for that class? Just go with it. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. From the Bay to LA and beyond, I hope that your experience on Mother Earth is that much more better than it was yesterday. Remember, yesterday doesn't exist. We can pull from it from time to time to learn and grow, but ultimately we stay in the present so we can grow and not even worry about the future. Just stay in the present and then just grow because your actions and your your being will take care of you as you plan and navigate yourself. Navigate yourself through life. <laughs> gotta love, gotta love the, uh, the afternoon voice cracking but this is the beauty about podcasting and not not editing and all this nonsense nonsense with scripting keep it real man life isn't scripted you know none of this was scripted maybe it was maybe it wasn't i don't know that's my conspiracy theory in me anyway i'm out of here for for the intelligent human podcast network i hope you have a great life and i hope you have a great day today right now all right peace